0: After an entire franchise, 20 plus movies built up to Infinity War, fans were left with one of cinema's biggest cliffhangers. Followed was the greatest theatrical experience the world has ever seen. It was an ode to the franchise we'd been watching for a decade. The middle act let us to revisit a couple of the most beloved moments of the Infinity saga. We see Tony re meet his dad. Cap raised the hammer, our dead hero suddenly revived, Thor realizing his new destiny, and Steve Rogers going back to the love of his life. We can't talk about this movie without the unbelievable marketing leading up to it. The script was sealed, only one actor knew it all. Hell, we didn't even know the name of the movie until weeks beforehand. The trailer itself was a piece of cinematic art, and speaking of that trailer, it was a totally different movie than the one we got. We thought it would be Avengers vs. Thanos, basically the first 15 minutes of the movie. And then it flipped, showing a devastated Earth five years into the future. It broke every box office record only beaten by Avatar re-releases. It was funny, dramatic, devastating, action-packed, and answered every single question and wish that we could have had. How much did it rip out your heart to see Hawkeye's family turn to dust? Then how relieving was it when you got that call from Laura? How final did this movie feel when the Avengers campus burned to the ground? What more could we have wanted? Welcome back to the Wrong Opinion MCU Rewatch. We got B, J, C. Did you time that on purpose? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> right as I lifted my drink and sipped from my straw, it, it was a mirror. He was doing the same exact motion. That was so weird.
1: We're so in sync today. This is going to be a wonderful podcast.
0: is going to be a great podcast. I can tell. There's one time uh, I was in a bar in Chattanooga and in the bathrooms. So, okay, I'm going to lay the story out better. I went to the bathroom and I walked up to the, uh, like past the mirror, towards the actual bathroom part, past the mirror, turned towards the mirror, and I saw Kelsey Wolf making the same exact face as me. (laughs) <laughs> and then I turned around and just walked back. And at the same time, she turned around and walked back. And I was like, Did I just flip bodies? This just happened. And it turns out there was no mirror. You just see any other side. So it's like, Oh, oh. But it looks like it's supposed to be a mirror. But we were just so in sync that it's like, Oh, that's me. I thought it was me. So, Endgame, what'd you think?
1: <laughs> that was a riveting story. Yeah. Almost as good as the story in Avengers Endgame.
0: Mm hmm. Segue. Great segue. <laughs> uh, um, we're obviously going to rank it later against Infinity War, but really together, it's like the best one two punch in movie history, right? At least in blockbuster history.
1: Yeah. And it's like ranking them against each other is just kind of pointless because it's really a part one, part two. It's like yeah. if you're watching Lord of the Rings, it's like, Ranking the first disc of the extending edition of uh, Fellowship of the Ring versus the second disc. Like, they're, it's the same story. Yeah. But Endgame is better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll get into that later. I, I think it is 100% the best theater experience I've ever had. And I said I thought Infinity War was the best, the most rewatchable movie I've ever seen. Uh, so we'll see which of those two I value more. The intro, though, the first couple minutes just, like, tears your heart out, right? Because we don't see Hawkeye in the previous movie, and he's retired after the Civil War. And you see his family, and it's like, this is different. What's going on? Do they know? Like, is this after the snap? Is he going to be recruited? And then you see them dust. It's just so devastating in theaters. And that's just the kind of thing with this movie. It doesn't hit the same when you rewatch it, because you don't get those same feelings of, like, when Cap lifts the hammer, and you're like, this, finally, this happened. And now you're seeing it for the, I'm probably the Fifth time, maybe. and it's like, yeah, that that happened so cool, so exciting on your left, whatever. yeah.
1: Hawkeye is the character that kind of grind grounds everybody. and um he's really important, I think, for the story because of that. Um, everything he does, I think, is what like a normal human would do in that situation. Yeah, like it, him kind of like getting into this darkness and going on a killing spree i don't know if every human would turn into a crazy ninja but the the fact is like if this happened in real life the society would devolve yeah (laughs) um you see him devolve it's like nothing matters when your entire family is gone and half of everybody else is gone so he He does that throughout the movie, too. Um you know, he's like, "I'm in space. This is crazy. <laughs> like the this whole time. It's just like he's kind of the person that guides you on this is a superhero movie, but it's kind of crazy,
0: yeah. And I looked that at the well, first, before we get to that, I want to talk about the the flip, the switch, the five years later. I don't think many people ah. saw that coming. I had, like, a... Because, I you know, you have 30 theories for every movie. I had a theory that um, they build a time machine, but I thought Hank Pym would build it, but then he ended up getting dusted in the next movie, so it's like, that's probably not going to happen. But I I just don't think that people saw what happened happening, like, the whole time heist. Mm -hmm.
1: Um,
0: Because, like I said, the trailer, like, built up to this final battle between the two of them, and most of the clips were from the first 15 minutes of the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah, so for... My generation, well, for like my dad's generation, Star Wars, Darth Vader, I am your father, is the theater like experience that you'll always remember. Oh yeah. For this generation, at least for the nerds, there's like this is a big one. It's like five years later. Yeah, how many? Keep going. Sorry. (laughs) No, no worries, and it's just like. I just remember the gaps, the gasps in mm-hmm. the audience of like, what? And if you watch oh, too, it's so it's
0: blank screen and it's like, beat, five, beat, five, and then it pauses later. And it's like, like maybe we thought it was gonna be five years early or just whatever. It's just that pause right for the later. I thought was, that. I, mm-hmm. I think I just noticed that this time and it's really cool. But how many and movies do you You're kind of
1: traumatized think- by it too. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, what? Yeah. This whole story is like, gone like everybody's losing this whole like part of their life.
0: Yeah, but with the, the problem is though with I mean we didn't really talk about this in Infinity War, I don't think, with Ricky. But after all the heroes, I mean you know they're coming back because there's a Spider-Man sequel and a Black Panther sequel announced and they had the trailer for Spider-Man I think before
1: mm-hmm. this movie released.
0: No, it wasn't working event before, but they had announced it. And it was coming out a month later. You, you right? knew there was a Spider
1: Man movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember there was speculation that it was like, oh, is this in between stuff? Or like, um, I think there was like some some doubt that it would be restored. Yeah. Not a lot.
0: I don't think much among comic fans because you know what's going to happen. And it's it's nothing like what happens, but you know they're going to beat Thanos. Um, at another point but oh and so i was gonna do this this just came to my head how many theater experiences do you think were this like epic like in my lifetime this is number one i think if War is number two um i'm trying to think of more and i can't think and I, so I, I think if you go past generations <laughs> ones i wouldn't remember i am your founder is probably up there how many do you think mm-hmm. actually compete with those
1: those three? for me this and uh the no way home when um Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire okay, yeah. come in, I think those are those are kind of uh, at the same level.
0: Yeah, I had um, spoiled that for myself. I'm going to talk about that in a couple weeks, but I <laughs> yeah, I ruined that. Yeah, for
1: myself. I was I really prided myself in not spoiling that movie. I
0: didn't mean to. Did I tell you how this happened?
1: <laughs> yeah, I looked yeah, up I was the, there.
0: for the for the fans. I looked up the cast list. Uh, to see. I was just curious if Flash Thompson was going to be in it. It's very unimportant. I was just like, I don't see him in trailers. Give me this movie. So I looked him up, and then Charlie Cox, Andrew Garfield, Toby Maguire. So that that sucked. Because um, I was so adamant that they were not going to be in it, and I was wrong and found out quickly. Anyway. All right, let's hop into it. Um, which award do you want to give out first?
1: Oh, let's start with... Um, the Hawkeye Award for most unexpectedly inspiring moment. So um, for me, I put the scene with Thor's mom when when they're in uh, the Asgard of the dark world and um, she gets to kind of uh, take him aside and um, turn him back towards this path um it's a there's there's some great quotes in there but just like the whole idea of we know that she's not going to survive she doesn't do the back to the future thing and and stop her own death Mm -hmm. um like so it's kind of this like acceptance for thor of like learning to experience heartbreak and be able to be okay coming out of it and yeah, um, go
0: ahead, especially paired with Infinity War, where he's lamenting all the people he's lost. And I mean, he's been alive 1500 years, he's probably not very used to death, even though he's like a you know, he, he in a mm-hmm. uh, culture that has war fairly consistently, but it's been mostly peace of his lifetime since Hella got banished, right? But most of the people he knows don't die, that, that's just a rare thing. But in the last five years, which is basically like you know, a summer <laughs> for a guy that long of a life—he's lost so many people, and that's just so. um it Just when you pair the two together, it it. I I really like how they did Thor, in this movie, and I think frigga Without that, then it there's it's just funny, you know. If he's just fat Thor, then it's just funny. But when you have that, um, that high mark of frigga and the the quote that I really liked from her: "Everyone fails at who they're supposed to be. The measure of a person, of a hero." is how well they succeed at being who they are. Um, but then later, she says, go be the man you're meant to be. And I feel like the person you're supposed to be and the man you're meant to be, I feel like that's a synonym. So you're not supposed to be who you're supposed to be, but you're supposed to be who you're meant to be. Yeah. That makes sense. That's semantics, though.
1: Yeah. I've always, like, until re-watching it, recently i've never really liked that quote for the same reason it's like well those two kind of mean the same thing well it was but separated
0: because she says be the man you're meant to be as she's like sending him off after like you know you cut to uh, i don't know new york whatever and then it comes back separate scene yeah um so it, it's just it, that's just a line you say go be the man you're meant to be um so yeah. i don't think it's actually a nit to pick it's just a funny stupid thing yeah
1: she should have done air quotes that would have helped yeah
0: <laughs> that made it way better <laughs>
1: Even and then there's a little one too. To
0: <laughs> this is a little <laughs> one too, more unexpected. Tony's talking to Cap, and he says, "Turns out resentment is corrosive. I hate it. I like that one a lot." Because um, they're really not. I mean, it's it's not better. They yeah. hadn't seen each other since Civil War. They hug each other when they first kind of hug. Well, either way, it's it's huge and sentiment between them when they first see each other when he's saved by Captain Marvel. So it's like they're friends, but then immediately he goes to berating him and saying this is your fault and i'm gonna get to that later because i really really like that scene um and this is like the end of it this is the end of that line resentment is corrosive i hate it uh it's the end of this little feud we'd seen since 2016 assuming i don't know i i always think about these things like in the five years you think they got like brunch sometime they ever hang out i don't know
1: it doesn't really seem like it it seems like they haven't still haven't seen each other really in all this time
0: yeah i, I disagree I, I want them to <sighs> still
1: see i i have this as a um, missed opportunity but i'm i'm not completely convinced that it's a missed opportunity um to have a kind of a deeper conversation between them mm-hmm. um because i think that like the unresolved tension and even throughout that scene there's still i think an unresolved tension because they're still kind of like meh meh like it's it's not um like they didn't like say their piece a lot it
0: resolves Um, when they go to new jersey and he says do you trust me i do make the call and then they go that's i think what it's finally like
1: yeah yeah but i think like that tension um makes Tony's sacrifice at the end of the movie more deep and so th- I think that they ride this line of tension really well throughout the yeah movie. I
0: agree and it's not I mean obviously those two are the only ones that matter they're the they were like you know best buds for a couple years and they had the biggest fallout but like Tony never got to make up with Falcon like the last time we saw Falcon was when he imprisoned him it's just that's just a very sad thing um IMO um all right, I'm up. I'm gonna go with the Ragnarok award for the character cinematic peak. Um, I don't think there's a ton you can. I, I think Tony peaks every movie just as a person. So there's that. But I think he, he this is he was funnier and cooler in other movies. So he's not peaking here cinematically. Uh, Cap, in the same way, he becomes more like human during that five year blip. He's you know he's more riffy. He's he's got saltier language. It's just like a different version of him. Um, probably because he's just so broken from losing, right? And then he, I I don't think he's fought in five years, especially the way he got wrecked by his uh, past self. Um, So he he just grows into this more rounded human person versus this, you know, Boy Scout soldier. Uh, So I might argue Scott. I think this might be his peak. Uh, Paul Rudd, not just Scott, but Paul Rudd, he sucked in Ant-Man and the Wasp. If you like go rewatch ant man of the Wasp, like the Ant-Man 2. He was not good in that movie. Like, neither was Michael Douglas. It was it's so weird because he's such a good actor. Um, but he, he was absolutely slaying here. And I love the line where he's saying, We have a chance to bring her back, bring them all back when he's yelling at Tony. It, just like his inflection there. That's like a good actor, you know? It's not just a funny Paul Rudd comedy guy. And he he was the most important person to the story. So he's one of the for people who actually mattered, who I uh, rank later, so we'll uh, that a couple minutes. <laughs> He's yeah, also the only Paul one Redd. who didn't like screw something up, so which is funny because he screws up the entire franchise except for this movie, the most important movie. He makes like zero mistakes, but they still make fun of him. They still berate him and call him. Into, he is the reason we're about to save everybody.
1: I don't know. That's life, man. That's life. Paul Rudd's performance was was really good in this. So good in his. He's comedy, um, in just the little parts of like when his taco goes flying on uh from like the landing ship and um war machine landing like yeah just just the little pieces um kind of great. Anyway, I I think that Captain America's um as a character, not as an actor. I think like that's this is his cinematic
0: peak okay cool i I like him the most here but i didn't know if that was i I like him the most here but i don't know if that was taking away from his actual peak like objectively yeah um but yeah yeah it's tough like you agree
1: it's as far as like how do i say this as far as a character depth wise Mm -hmm. this is his peak and this is the most interesting he is i think um you see he finally is who He's supposed to be. He's <laughs> meant to be, not who he's supposed who he's to be. He's meant to be exactly. <laughs> See, I, I anyway. Um. Uh, but he he knows who he is. He, um, is still carrying around um, the picture of of Peggy, and um, like he's holding on to that past, but mm-hmm. he's also like moving on and helping other people move on. Um, and that I think is what kind of enabled him to be able to kind of retire and to, you know, stop, um, trying to be Captain America and start being Steve Rogers. And um, that is,
0: that is, that completely encapsulates what Frigga said too. I've never thought of it that way, but he stopped being who he was supposed to be. He was built in the lab to be Captain America, but
1: yeah, he wants to be Steve Rogers. Uh, you are up. So Captain Marvel award for the character that inexplicably didn't help save the world.
0: This one is very frustrating.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if you have the same one as me. Yeah. Um, I put Captain Marvel.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Because, <laughs> OK, so like they, they invented this time machine and they're gonna go like collect these stones and save the world right like why not just wait for Captain? i know there's no rush (laughs) wait for her to come back exactly i know like you don't want too much time to to pass but she comes later the same day like just be like all right let's go
0: yeah i i think the reason she came back um because that might be a nit is like how'd she know to come back right now because nobody alerted her which why didn't you alert her she's she could kill all of you. she could, she's stronger than all of you. Um, but I think she like probably called them. It was like, "Hey, nobody's picking up. I better go back. So I think that's why she came back, so that fills in that little knit for me, but the knit in the first place is that they didn't call for her before the time heist. I, she just would have been so much more helpful fifteen minutes earlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. then Mantis is there in that little uh, in the little team up, uh, the the girl power team up. like Mantis is there to help her.' Out. like,, oh, she's good. and then just that like yeah, I, go sorry I yeah. I'm,
1: I'm glad we agree on this yeah um i think that it's a long movie so you can't cover every aspect you know uh but it would have been nice to have like a little bit of a reason why captain marvel couldn't join them
0: at least a reason because like ultimately it's better without her but it's not better with not saying why she's not there right like any movie yeah. pretty much every movie if you add captain marvel it gets way more boring <laughs> like imagine captain marvel and like iron man 2 like oh yeah we're done It's um but it just a reason to be nice especially in an avengers movie uh, i'm gonna go with the first avenger award for the best one-off character there's not really real any I, there's not really anybody that pops in as a one-off character as like a main character um I said that in Infinity War 2, and, and that one you had Peter Dinklage, and that's it. Uh, but you do have some Chang and some Shirley from Community. Okay, A. Joe and Anthony Russo's other popular thing. Who do you have?
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, by I the put- way,
0: Chang and Shirley from Non-Community Fans. That is the, uh, I forget his name, but the Asian guy in Hangover, and Josh's boss
1: in Drinking <sighs> Josh um His name is Ken Zhong. Ken Jong.
0: He's be a doctor.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he's actually from North Carolina, and really does have a Southern accent. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I also put uh Chang. There you because, go. Uh, yeah. There's not a lot of one-off characters.
0: I I can't um, think of another one like an actual winner. <laughs> and, I I always put like uh like the hey there's that guy from that show uh like mateo is in guardians of the galaxy 3 um but the real winner is supposed to be like an actual one and there's just not a person in that and this one yeah. that deserves it
1: yeah and i i love the community cameos um i like the theory of that greendale is a secret hydra base and they're recruiting hydra agents um makes sense to me i think yeah sure not really (laughs) (laughs) you're up okay um let's see what we have um let's do poorly aged cgi hey and i'm gonna put poorly de-aged cgi (laughs) okay (laughs) because um honestly like i think that we're gonna look back at um the movies made between 2016 and 2022 and say like we overdid this de-aging thing not that the technology is bad it's just obvious and it's distracting and um there's too many times where using um traditional methods or uh, not in this movie, but in other movies, just having a different actor play a younger version of someone mm-hmm. is less distracting, um, <clears throat> especially for really famous people that yeah. you know exactly what they look like.
0: I think Michael Douglas, because that's probably what you're talking about. That's always the uh, he just has an old man voice, so it, it doesn't sound right, and that, that's the thing that always gets weird with uh, de aging. Like uh, Civil War, I think that's the last time. The aging looked bad in the MCU when they deaged uh, Robert Downey Jr. But otherwise, it like looks good. But once they start actually moving or talking, it seems weird. Like Michael, Michael Douglas, he talks like an old man. I said this last week, but Samuel Jackson jogs like an old man. Like you can tell that they are not that age once they start acting, moving. Um, so I didn't necessarily like think it was bad, but that that is yeah, that's a good one. And yeah. I, I I'm hoping that that kind of goes away after Indiana Jones, I think that there's gonna be a lot of complaints about it and that will be the final straw. Uh because like they have two different uh Howard Stark actors and nobody gets gets confused. You know, if you see either one and be like, oh hey, that's Howard Stark, it makes sense. Um but then you set the precedent with a few characters and you have to have the same actor like they did Michael Douglas already DH, they have to do it again. Um it's just you know whatever.
1: Yeah. I Even then though, I mean, that was
0: this was twenty years before Michael Douglas's other de-aging. So they totally could have done that, back, whatever.
1: Yeah. I was thinking too, like, so they get to de-age Michael Douglas, but um John Slatterly, Michael Douglas or uh, Howard Sark's actor, they just like dye his hair and call it good. And he's also
0: pretty young still. He's maybe fifty six when they were yeah, doing this. I think uh, they made him look older previously.
1: Yeah, that is true. They did age him. But, I mean, he's, like, fully white hair. They should have just kept him with white hair. Yeah. Looks good.
0: Uh, I'm going to go. I didn't have anything for CGI. I thought this movie looked really, really good. I think this is a great era for for MCU CGI from uh, 2014 and then definitely 2017 up to 2019. And then last couple of years, he started cutting corners. We're going to rename this award soon. I'm going to go with the Peter Quill Award, the best choice of music. Are you ready with that one? Or do you want me to do a different one? Yep, you go. Go ahead. I, there are so many different. I, okay, let me rephrase that. Most of the MCU is very good at picking music. Uh, this movie is also very good at picking music. Um, a couple of honorable mentions. The cut, the, the cut to uh, Tony and Nebula on the ship after they dust away Hawkeye's family. Just that little upbeat, like, That was very good. I don't know the name of the song. Uh, The little funky music as they pull up to New Asgard. That was really good. Um, But 100%. Oh, also, I I think you might pick the one I'm going to say here. So I'm not going to say that. But my number one uh, was Doom and Gloom by the Rolling Stones while they're building the time machine. I love when they pull, like, that's not like a B-side song, but it's not like a, it it didn't age, like, uh, I don't know, like Stairway to Heaven or other, like, classic songs um but it now it's like back in pop culture minds I'm saying this as if I was alive in you know 1970 um but I I absolutely love the song because of this movie so I had to give the award to that one
1: yeah it's funny how like um some of the classic rock movies especially that have been featured in in Marvel movies are like popular now to kids because of those movies um yeah it's a strange world. Yeah. uh my favorite song in this movie you mentioned um for a second is uh, Super Sonic Rocket Ship by the Kings. Okay, I thought you were uh, gonna pick it so, up, and then I'll say that one next. Uh, so so that's that's the the funky little song that plays, uh, when when they roll into New Asgard.
0: Yeah, that was um, a great
1: one. It's just like it's just this nice little like, uh, Hulk walks up with the taco, and and then they uh cut to new asgard it's just a nice little cute little thing yeah um,
0: this movie breaks up well, really really well Paul
1: Rudd's company
0: <laughs> yeah this movie breaks up really really well like there's three distinct acts that are like almost an hour a piece if you watch the thing as it goes along there's um before the time ice and then during the time ice and then at the final battle but then it also breaks up like the first 15 minutes plus another like 10 minutes of really depressing uh, and then like 45 minutes of really like Happy go lucky, and then they see Thanos or Nebula finds out that Thanos knows, and then it gets really depressing again and scary. Uh, and that that song really fits into that little happy upbeat. We're gonna do a time ice, yeah, kind of deal, you know. Mm. Uh, but the one that I thought you were gonna say was come and get your love
1: as a, a uh,
0: yeah, as a flashback to uh, 2014. And in that movie, that would have won, but <laughs> as a
1: flashback. Gets a gets a bump down. Uh you are up. All right. Um, let's see, what do we have? Um Okay. Uh let's do what ages the best and what ages the worst. All right. Um okay. So um what I have for what ages the worst is uh, Wanda's corset. Um, and it's it's actually it's just this weird kind of trivia that I wanted to bring up. That not weird, but which we kind had a cool section
2: for it. trivia. Oh,
1: what?
2: I wish we had uh, a section yeah. for trivia. Well, but yeah, I'm I kidding. Go ahead.
1: It's just like looking back. It's like you over-sexualized this character,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you got away with it. Except for Elizabeth Olsen started to get really popular, and had enough pull to where like throughout the next few movies and throughout like the next times we see wanda like um she gets to design her own costumes um so it's it's just like um interesting to see this evolution um because of how popular she is and it's cool to see actors have sway but i think that it's also like in general or i don't know that's a that's a big switch from like comics to seen in movies is like trying not to over sexualize characters anymore
0: i don't necessarily have a problem if if you're over sexualizing every female character every woman character that's obviously not great um but some people are sexualized some people dressed in a sexualized sure. way some characters can be sexualized as long as not everybody and i think if it doesn't yeah like if they sexualized captain marvel it would have been weird i think we talked about that last week actually um, so I'm glad they didn't but like they sexualized some dudes like remember uh yeah Captain America that, that was that was highly sexualized
1: yeah. it's true yeah I think though that it's just something that um does not translate well into live action like not no yeah there's the, the like, comic
0: book kind of sexualized or it's yeah. enhanced features and like unrealistic war attire yeah that's that's
1: it. yeah that's that's the thing is like I mean, I don't care if you sexual. I like. I think that this is kind of weird to say, but I think that I'll say this in a different way than I was going to say. Um, I think that Marvel does not have very. Um, it doesn't go into like romantic relationships very much, or any sort of like references to sex very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, like sex so it, jokes, but there's never like actual like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like it. there's one sex scene ever i think yeah. besides like tony rolling With around two yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, That, that um, first one. yeah so um what i was gonna say there is that like it just doesn't make sense for you to be in a war and to be um dressed in a boob's way out, that yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it just doesn't make sense although drax
0: you know boobs out too
1: it yeah but his nipples
0: are. (laughs) they covered (laughs) that yeah they said the same thing about wanda then yeah
1: it made sense it didn't work out anyway all right um, that's
0: that's
1: all i have to say about
0: that cool uh i said this whole movie doesn't really wait age all that well like it was so fun so good it's still a great movie absolutely amazing but like it peaked in theaters um because a lot of it was was fan service and i never have a problem with fan service if it's well done uh, and I think it was better done here than it was in a uh, No Way Home, which I also liked. Uh, but like, you know, Cat picking up the hammer and on your left, Spider-Man's hug of of Tony uh, is a weird way to word that, but you know what I mean. Uh, Tony talked to his dad, coming to terms with that closure and everything, and then eventually Steve going back to his lady, and then the entire middle act too. It was like basically an ode to the previous, you know, eleven years of MCU, where you're seeing the most memorable moments of the of the Infinity Saga and the dark world um and it's still a great movie it just doesn't age doesn't age as well as some of its uh contemporaries
1: yeah it's a movie that was made for a point in time and um i think like that's a it's a fun thing to make a movie specifically for the theater experience
0: yeah not everything has I to think, and it's this movie's still gonna last like 30 years from now we're still gonna be like yeah be a cool movie but it's not gonna be the same same hit like you know, like i'm gonna cool
1: i'm going to always go back and watch this movie and like smile whenever um you know captain america grabs the hammer and thor says i knew it yeah um, and, and i
0: and i just think there it lacks depth that some other ones do um and again not a bad thing because there's a, when you're trying to make a movie like this there's not gonna be as much as much lasting depth but like when you're first in theaters watching, or even, like, the second or third time, like, your eyes are on screen the whole time. Like, you are not going to the bathroom. Um, and here, it's, you know, I'll walk away.
1: No. Yeah. But I do think that, like, the fan service and just the, the excitement of the movie um, can be easy. It makes it easy to overlook how well they did this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. How well they fit everything in. Like, this whole, in, like, Part one and part two, Infinity war and end game could have been like four movies, yeah, <laughs> like they and it they, didn't feel long
0: three hours it no, doesn't feel
1: long they, they run through everything so quickly, um and it's a long movie, and I remember being so happy that I didn't have to pee during the movie. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> but like it doesn't feel like that it's like it's over, and it, like that's the that's that's how you know a movie is great is when. It's like four hours long and you're like, what? It's over already? Yeah, <laughs> And that's what this movie felt like.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, I'm going to do with the... I'm going to do the... Uh, da, 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 da. Let's do a quick one. The Eternals Award for Could This Have
2: Been a Limited Series? Nope.
1: Yeah, I put like if they wanted to not have $2 billion then yeah, for sure. sure.
0: Like we've already got a two billion dollars from the last movie. So need it again? <laughs> we don't need more money. It's like Michael Scott. <laughs> we Already need three hundred dollars. Already have three hundred dollars, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's three hundred, but that made it funnier. Uh You're up. That was, that was a quick one.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I'm gonna pick another one. <laughs> I'm gonna do two in a row because oh. that was very quick.
1: Okay, you you go.
0: You were excited about one.
1: No, I just realized that I put in my notes. Um, we were talking about the best one-off character. Um, I don't know how like I did this wrong, but um, I also had Joe Russo as as the best one-off character. Yeah, because uh, he he had a little part in there. And, yeah, he
0: had a little uh, part in there. I'm gonna steal from uh, uh, trivia, but he and Jim Starlin, who created Thanos and wrote the Infinity Gauntlet, they were in a uh, Steve's little uh, what do you call it? I possession. didn't
1: know that. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, the know.
0: bald guy. It's Jim Starlin.
1: That's cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, we're more than just bald people. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna do. That's a, you, Jim Taga Thanos. you think
0: that's why he made Thanos bald? Is because he's bald.
1: <laughs> he sees so much of himself in Thanos. Great, those. But whatever, go anyway <laughs> this, is... <laughs> this, is a, this is a big segue into Baltimore. this is some edit time Go ahead. <laughs> let's do pick a knit um all right let's do pick a knit so um the the first one that i have I, I have a few of these the first one is when they say that's not how quantum physics works and then like they basically do what they said that they didn't say works. Basically, the time travel piece of everything is really confusing, and time travel is confusing. Well,
0: what did they um, do that broke their rules of time travel? Well, Steve... he That's he went... it. That's the one.
1: Yeah. I mean, so, like, in in my mind, what they're saying is that if Steve went back in time, uh, he would be creating a branch and so he would be living in this branch, but why is he in the main branch now? So that's that's the confusing thing. And I think Loki makes it even more confusing. Like every every different like movie that includes time in multiverse just kinda sort of contradicts itself. And I think you can purpose. I think you
0: can go into a different timeline. He went into our timeline. He went to um, bring back the stones to the different okay. timelines, and went here because uh, he they probably got more pin power goals. He can go wherever he wants. He went to this timeline, and he didn't mess with anything. He just hopped to a timeline versus breaking off into another. That doesn't make any sense because the timeline wouldn't justify what's big and small enough to keep you in the same timeline. Maybe just use the time stone because he had the time stone on him. Yeah. Or Yeah, maybe just so, talk to Doctor Strange. Maybe they should have missed the opportunity. They should have covered their butts in Multiverse of Madness. And Wong says, well, why would you help uh, Stephen or uh, C. Rogers go back in time with your time stone? And then it would be all like, ah, so that's why.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, I don't even know if that's a knit. It's just really confusing. That's a nit. Um, anyway, uh, this is not a necessarily um but in my mind i was thinking everybody is being sent to the exact worst possible time for themselves like they're risking yep. being exposed uh so gamora is sent back in time to a time nebula. where she nebula yes sorry gamora is that ne- gamora is not sent back in time she is dead yes um nebula is sent back in time to like basically the only point where she could be a problem and um everybody's just kind of leaving themselves up to the open cap is going back to a time where he's super recognizable in the
0: mat in the middle of a battle too like there were times when like the time stone you don't have to worry about you can get that whenever but there were times when they had both the, the the mind stone and vision um i guess they would have had to kill vision at that point um so maybe that's not the best the times when they have let's see the, the the mind stone is kind of the kicker that's the one that's that's the only one that's hard to get because either you have to kill vision which maybe they learned the lesson after infinity war they'd be like yep yeah, we should we should have just killed him in the first place sorry guys but then the the tesseract is in their in their hands most of the time in, on asgard a lot of the time and then the ether why did they wait till it was on asgard surrounded by a bunch of gods why didn't they just get it when jane was chilling in uh yeah on earth
1: yeah and so that brings me to what was going to be the most frustrating mcguffin but apparently that's not a thing anymore but the whole idea that the pin particles are you have a limited supply and you can you have to be picky about where you go and so, like, we have to have these overlaps. Um, now they chose make to pick sense. a raccoon
0: instead of sending Cap Normal. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> that too. Um, but, like, so you can you can travel through time. Um, you're going to pick up these artifacts that are going to help you do stuff. Yeah. Why not just go back in time, get a whole bunch of pin Particles. Then you can try as many times as you want. Yeah, like you'll you'll have Infinity Stones as paperweights. Yeah, like I just ruined the whole movie for everyone. So yeah,
0: that that was a big one. one. Um, I had that same thing though. That there's so many better choices, and then they there there's one spot that they're not familiar with, and that's where the Soul Stone is. And they're like, hey, yeah, two weakest Avengers, let's send you there. The place where Gamora
1: died, <laughs> and yeah, and also like, but see, that's that's the interesting thing because like. They are simultaneously horrible places for them to be, but also they, I understand making it seem like they need to be there. I mean, <laughs> like, it made it more
0: interesting, so I'm not complaining or anything, yeah. but like, it's yeah. what we're doing in this you, section.
1: You had to have like two people that deeply loved each other yeah. to go to this whole stone. So it's like them or like captain tony tony pepper tony pepper that would be sad tony and his daughter
0: oh no pepper and morgan Uh, is that all your nits?
1: um no my last speaking of pepper my last nit is what the heck is pepper doing why is pepper pots in this war
0: you gotta leave girl you got (laughs) it's it's not even like a it's it's apparently functioning to the fullest capabilities which is like why did he make that for her but
1: um he doesn't know what she's doing tony's whole thing is like i'm trying to protect my family like i need to save my family like that's his whole hesitation and then his the the mother of his daughter is out there risking her life while he's going to risk his life it makes no sense.
0: The only way it could have been worse is if she came flying in with uh Morgan in one of those backpacks. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> have you seen uh, Into the Spider Verse yet?
0: No, I'm watching it or tomorrow. Across the
1: Spider Verse. Okay, never mind. Missed opportunity there. I have
0: seen Into the Spider Verse. Um, I have a lot of nits. Again, when I have a lot of nits, that means it's a good movie because I'm looking really hard for nits. If they're if I have few nits, that means they're all very obvious and I didn't have to work for it um the kid on the bike that scott sees in san francisco when he first comes back why was he so creepy like i said what happened here and the kid's just like
2: Whoa.
0: and rides away like that's not helpful uh thanos is right the average citizen of earth or probably the universe it's a it, you're a giant weenie like half the people die and you just stop doing anything like there's no more mets why and, and and Thor also says when he's talking about the cable, he says sports are all fuzzy, complaining about the cable. So the Mets and probably the MLB are dead.
1: So w- what sports are he watching? Okay, baseball was hanging on by thread before. Baseball is the second most. The uh, got wiped out.
0: Second second highest grossing uh, league in the country.
2: Yeah, but is that true? Yeah.
0: Man, NFL, people are NFL, NBA, NBA. Yeah, I mean, when you have 162 games a year, yeah. even if you're charging like a dollar each ticket, you're making some money.
1: Yeah. Um. Anyway, I agree with that. I think what Thanos should have done is had the weaker half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crackheads. <laughs> that too. Uh. Hulk
0: sucked. <laughs> in general in this movie i didn't like professor hulk at all he does it, it's just too goofy and mm-hmm. being uh, comic relief like he, he just slowly became more and more like comic relief and then in ragnarok it worked because he was like so out of his element so of course you're gonna be kind of funny there but then here's mm-hmm. like hey come on dab like that's stupid i hated that and then it's okay because he's the only one who can snap so it's like oh hey y'all's forgiven we like you again hulk i yeah, don't like that uh who yeah. reads books on composting like How many are there? Is it just the one that she has? Is that the only book? It's the one composting book? I don't get that. Uh, I talked about this earlier, but everybody being mean, so mean to Scott, why? He just saved all you guys. Uh, let's see. I did like how they made Hawkeye to kind of a bad guy, a little rugged anti-hero, but it did feel kind of dramatic. Like He's basically doing the same thing he used to do, killing bad guys, because like they never had any qualms against killing but he's just doing it with a darker mask, so it doesn't really seem like a big deal, <laughs> you know? It's like, you know There's what I've become. Them. Yeah, it's just,
1: yeah,
0: I, I never understood that, but I still like it, so yeah, you gotta just take it as is. sometimes. Thanos and Ebony Maw, they both say nine years in 2014. Uh, seems unlikely that they have the same calendar as us, but whatever. Uh, there's a lot of different continuity errors in the final battle but i'm fine with that at the end of the day jesus is
1: important in every galaxy (laughs) jacob
0: (laughs) sorry uh continuity errors in the final battle like you see a a, a cap with a shield that's not broken later and then you see scott big smashing people when he's supposed to be helping out at the van but it's whatever i don't care um and last one big one why was Dr. Strange so busy focusing on keeping the water away while they're like, it's like, it's, it's game time. Like he has the stones, he has, has a gauntlet and he's like, Oh, I got to keep good. Got to keep us dry guys. I'm here for you. Don't want your feet to get damp. What is he doing there? <laughs> I get it initially. Cause he's like, I, I want this to be flooded and people to want to run away. Also really a, a lesser wizard probably could have done that, you know? Whatever. Yeah. So, and they just, like, sidelined him unnecessarily.
1: Yeah, a couple a couple comments on those points. Number one, um, yeah, Doctor Strange, his, his level of power is really confusing. Sometimes he seems to be really good at what he does, and sometimes it's like, yeah, you don't seem like a very great wizard.
0: Yeah, like he's toe-to-toe with Thanos in one movie and he's getting wiped by Spider-Man in another.
1: Yeah, with math. It's like, he's a doctor. I think he knows math. I Don't take that class in my MD. Yeah. Uh, that's honestly, so the Hulk is honestly one of the biggest failures I think of the MCU. They just never knew what to do with him. And it's not even
0: fair to say that because we all like him and we like Mark Ruffalo and we like the, where he went. It's just so yeah. not the, the rage machine who, you yeah punches planets in half and and he gets sent off to space by his his friends because he's such a danger to everybody it's just so much different it it, it, like i like the way they went but just it it sucks that we don't get to see that version too
1: yeah yeah it is it was interesting to have him like basically basically come in as a person that's at peace with himself um but then these last few movies kind of undo that and really ever since he took off in a rocket ship and flew off to wherever um like that's where i think it started falling apart for me is like you you could have done more with him, um but that's i guess if that's my one complaint then Whatever. <laughs> um, I hope that's it's just the, that I what learned. you get when
0: making every character every character likable. Um, yeah, like the fact that they went back on Scarlet Witch and made her turn bad. That's like the that's that's the what am I looking for the minority yeah. that's the rarity.
1: Yeah, I don't remember if I put this. as No, I didn't put this as an missed opportunity. But yeah, having a like Sam Raimi should have directed a Hulk movie.
2: That would mm. been cool. That would
1: been cool. Having kind of a horror vibe for a Hulk movie would be been cool because they they kind of um, the previous ones were not dark enough like there were two in the middle in between like this kind of um, PG Hulk and trying to still be like a scary Hulk movie.
0: I think the worry is you don't want to put a focus on Hulk because you can't really have a whole movie based around Hulk so they make it banner focused and then that's just yeah. not cool. You know, it's just not as cool. So you don't get to see that whole. Yeah, uh,
1: it's it's a whole issue with Superman too. Like it's, yeah. it's just tough.
0: Yeah, Superman was cooler in 1930. Um, I'm going to go with the Age of Ultron Award for this was way cooler after seeing the next five movies. Uh, there's a lot after this one. You see like the, the Tony list, Spider-Man, the fallout of the blip and Falcon Winter Soldier wanted turning bad the effect on humanity and the eternals i don't think there's necessarily a singular moment where it's like wow yeah okay but this is like the the finality of, of one saga literally actually literally the next one is um but all the movies of the last few years are totally reliant on this one but i think the most important was loki getting the tesseract and that's probably the most unheralded two coming out of the movie because that leads to the show Loki which leads to a broken multiverse which leads to you know multiverse of madness and far from home and quantum mania and going home or going going farther no way home not far from home what do you think
1: yeah I actually I put that I put two different things um I put Loki stealing the tesseract um which I think is important i think the bigger piece is a quote that um tony says is when you mess with time time tends to mess back
2: Mm, and
1: i think like that whole idea is what sets up everything else so that to me was like the biggest like that is true yeah that's (laughs) awesome like like you find out in in um in loki Mm -hmm. that like the Avengers were supposed to do all those things. Um, except for they were supposed to do all those things to set up the rule of this variant of Kang. So, like, were they did they start all of this?
0: Yeah. There's a lot of trippy stuff when you think about Loki and all the different multiverses and
1: Yeah.
0: Who set yeah. up what? I think. I think in Secret War or King Dynasty, one of the two, we're going to meet uh, the one above all who is God in the comics. I'm see.
1: You think so? Sorry to see how that goes. Yeah, I, I
0: thought that when I was watching Guardians 3, and uh, I, don't, I don't want to spoil it because that's new out, but somebody says there are the hands that make us and they're the hands that guide the hands. I'm like, they are going to introduce God soon.
1: Yeah, I don't know that if that would, would be uh, interesting.
0: In, I I think that's like they've been slowly showing us a bunch of different heavens for like different like every single movie now. If somebody dies, you see their version of heaven, and I think they were trying to feel out if that gets a bad reaction from both the atheist mm-hmm. crowd and the uh the the stalwart Christian crowd. Um, and I, I haven't heard complaints, so might as well throw a God in there too.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. Um. That I think would probably be a thing that worked better in the comics and works better in a different time. <laughs> but I have uh, in I my head a couple different ways. I think it would
0: that. I have a couple different I, I don't think they would be like, oh hey, God, how's you know, Jesus and Moses. Yeah. But I, I think it'd be a very uh, um, uh, I don't know how to word this, like in a in a death scene, like you played Ultimate Light, it's like when they almost get destroyed by Doctor Doom, and it's like all white. And you see Uatu. It's like, oh hey, I, I could see something like that happening. Um, yeah, and the one above all appears.
1: I, I did think that like the Watcher would be a part of like the next few stories, but he only had like the uh, ah, shoot, was Guardians called? two and um, the, the What If. Yeah, the What If series. Yeah. Um, so that'd be really cool. That's. Those are some of, like, the most interesting comics to me. Like, those stories of, like, um, the Watcher and the One Above All and, and like, these kind of, like, meta pieces. Yeah. Um, so I would be up for that, but it's that's going to be really hard to navigate in. I, a, yeah, I, I think so, too. I think,
0: I think they could pull it off, though. I mean, who thought there was going to be MODOK okay. on screen? 15 years ago you know
1: <laughs> did they pull that off though <laughs>
0: i think they pulled it off until they the first half of it was yeah. pulled off and then the second because they made it funny and then they kept trying to be funny it's like okay come on yeah if they made it serious it almost would have been worse they should have made it funny as yeah. they did but then they kept trying to make it funny and eventually it's like well this is no longer funny so please just kill him and
1: yeah but no you know funny. they could do it it's it's kind of like uh like in the chronicles of narnia like uh there's like aslan who's like god or or jesus and like um there's obviously a lot more symbols in there um in that movie because that was very intentional but um there's like a a piece where they say like oh like on earth you know me as this guy and i think like they could maybe do that like yeah you know
0: like i I don't even think it'd be that uh blatant but my, my favorite uh one above all showing i guess appearance uh He's so Spider Man is lamenting how much his life sucks because he is Spider Man, his life famously sucks. Uh, and he appears like a homeless guy and uh, just talking through him. Um, shoot, I gotta find this. He had a very
2: specific line. I'll find this.
0: This is very important to me.
2: Here we go. What's he say?
0: Okay, so Peter says, um, but since we're here, since we're breaking bread or eating together, maybe you wouldn't mind telling me if my aunt dying is all part of your cosmic scheme, is your grand design for my pitiful life. And then the one above all says, if I if I told you it were, what would you do, Peter? I just like that a lot. Um, and just implementing that somehow, I think it'd be really, really cool. Um, but maybe that's a pipe dream. I'm going to go with the, we spent way too much time on that, uh, on picking it. <laughs> we were doing really good with time. We just set ourselves back with that one. Uh, I am Iron Man award for the best single line. Uh, I do. I love Tony's rant to Steve. Uh, What we needed was a suit of armor around the world. I said, we'd lose. You said, we would do that together too. Guess what cap we lost. You weren't there. I love that. Uh, I love you. 3000 quotable classic. Always going to be there. Um, But I think the best. The work is done. It always will be.
1: I am inevitable. That's the one I walked out of the theater thinking about. What do you got? Uh, my award for the I am Iron Man award is <laughs> I, I wonder. Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's just like, it's amazing to think, uh, maybe this is giving away a trivia piece, but it's amazing to think that this wasn't initially in the script it wasn't written this way they added it because like somebody just said it when they were going over like the the per- post-production they're like
0: yeah you mentioned that in uh the iron man podcast yeah you know, months ago
1: in <laughs> well good because we're circling back like it just brings this like whole big circle to tony's story to this whole story that you know started um and it it as a person who grew up during all of these movies it like brings me back to that and it's Mm -hmm. just like so satisfying and this whole movie is so satisfying Mm -hmm. um and so that's it really fits so perfectly
0: see i don't love that line like (laughs) it's one of those things in theaters it's one, one of the uh i think worst aged um uh, fan service things again i like so many of them how they did it but that one it's like it doesn't make sense you know like i i'm iron man like why we'll, we'll, yeah we'll, why would he actually say that in that situation you know is that make
1: sense. <laughs> yeah but again you know it's like this movie was made for theater moments and yeah. that's a theater moment and that's a, a memory that i'll always like it will Bring me back to that movie theater. Yeah, when I see that, um, and that's that's what they go for.
0: Yeah, that's probably the right choice.
1: But uh, just a pick <laughs> with it. Uh, you're up. Okay. Uh, let's do cheesiest fight scene and best fight scene. All right. So, um, my cheesiest fight scene is the uh the girl power scene.
2: Yeah. Same. When.
1: Uh, somehow all of the female characters um, get together on in the same place and half of them are pointless. And, and all of them are weaker than
0: Captain Marvel, who they're supposed to be protecting. Yeah, yeah. And then she just flies yeah. in front of them anyway. It's like, oh, thanks.
1: Yeah, yeah. nice. Nice scene, guys. <laughs> uh, but it's just like it was pointless. Yeah. And it like they navigated so many like fanservice things and this was definitely intended to be one of those like cool moments uh just didn't work out
0: yeah one thing that does age really well though after seeing um well definitely the new guardians and then after the holiday special i thought it like I, I always thought like what is mantis doing there at all she should be gone but like she can fight
1: she can fight good like yeah, mm-hmm. she belongs in a war she's fine stuff tough. She make them all fall asleep too. Yeah. She makes them fall in love with Useful. each other. Whatever. Yeah. Um They're uh, really Are we okay? You do your cheesy, then we'll do No, that. you go.
0: Cause I have the same cheesy.
1: Okay, okay. Uh so best fight scene. Um when you've got the, the OG three, um, you've got Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor fighting Thanos and kind of getting their butts beat but uh they keep going after it and it's just like the the choreography is really cool and it's just cool to see again like coming full circle and seeing like these kind of original characters and um you know some of the most popular characters uh all like kind of doing their best and still getting beat it's just fun
0: yeah it is cool that it was basically just the ogs that survived and then you know a couple guardians to round it out um, I had the exact same too. So there you go. There's basically just the one final fight, um, like the final battle scene. And then there's a few like scene setting fight scenes, but none of them were like, Oh, well, that was cool. Which is like, we are here. So we're going to watch like, a uh, like cap fighting himself or, uh, the scene with, um, uh, Nebula and Gamora fighting, whatever. Uh, but that the OG three, the big three against Thanos was, I think everything we were hoping. Happened going to that movie. We just thought Thor would have a smaller gut, but other than that, basically fulfilled expectations. <laughs> Although I was really hoping that Tony would pick up the uh, hammer too, because I've always been Team Tony.
1: Yeah, not worthy. Oh, he's worthy.
0: Uh, I think we got two left. I'm gonna go with the Taika Waititi Award for the funniest moment. Uh, a lot of good ones in the the middle act of this movie, in the. Little, the whole period I was talking about earlier. Um, I think, first of all, this has to be the most memed movie ever. I don't know how they would, how Guinness would check that out. But I think this has to be the most memed movie ever. Um, the one I that I thought know. was really funny was Quill singing, come and get your love with no music. Uh, when it cuts out, he's just dancing. That was, that was hilarious. But then Cap saying, that's a baby. Just like
2: that, <laughs> <laughs> that
1: <was> yeah, <laughs> um so so th- this is cheesy, but I don't know. It just like it's just so funny to me, especially the moment um when uh, Captain America knocks out his version of himself, and he just like stands up and looks at himself, just like. That is America's ass. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> it's just like, what the heck? Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's like, sometimes those cheesy parts don't work out. Like MODOK. Um, you know, they lean too much on it, but I think it had just the right amount of of cheese. Yeah.
0: it's good. Uh, and then the last one is the She-Hulk Award for the question answers to questions that don't need to be asked have big theories what do you got
1: uh what do i have okay so um the the big question to me is what time did steve go back to and i think that it's important for him to get this right because if he goes back too far if he goes like too close to when he crashed it could be like oh like you didn't crash yeah <laughs> like, they'd be like hey come Saturday. on we got a
0: war going on not back in
1: yeah yeah so there's like the potential that she's like oh yeah you didn't crash uh, that's cool um you know i like you but you know this is kind of just a plane.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: um so there's that chance but then like if he doesn't go um far back if he goes back too short. If he doesn't go back far enough, yeah. Um, then she's moved on. She's married someone. Yeah, else, she's married somebody else. She's people. old. She's old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <There he laughs> yeah. So he, he's got to time this right. I think like um, a year, two years. Like you got to go back to this. I
0: think farther time. than that. I mean, he's uh, he's aged twelve years. So go to. And he, he probably knows when she got married, too, so it would be too hard to, like, he doesn't have to guess. Mm. probably knows around when she got married. You can look it up. You have public records. And there's no government right now. <laughs> Sneaking those buildings. Um.
1: So, yeah, you know, 55, 56. Yeah. Plus, how much is, like, he ruining things if, if like, she doesn't get to found S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that stuff? I think he would still inspire her yeah. to he, do he, things be, like that he'd be the stay-at-home dad anyway but then you're right? missing like did she have kids i don't think she had kids
0: we would we would have met her kids because we met her oh. niece least we would have mentioned them
1: also he needs to collect enough back pay to be able to retire yeah uh, no you just gamble <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Been on
0: a, yeah but <laughs> on the uh on super bowl three uh pick the <laughs> pick the jets um is sharon sharon her niece on like her her brother's uh, sisters whatever her kid or is it her husband's side because then sharon doesn't it's exist her I think it's her side I think
1: it's her side well yeah yeah because her last name's carter Yeah, yeah, I heard her name originally was Carter, yeah. So, yeah.
0: Um, So, mine, how did Thanos get to our Earth? Because, obviously, he has Nebula, but she doesn't have enough pim Particles for everybody and enough tech for for the entire ship and everything. So, I think they stayed in their universe in 2014 for a long time, maybe a couple months or years, um, like reverse engineering the tech that they found on her, pim Particles and whatever, to create another time travel... Sheen, big enough for the entire army um which it's kind of devastating thinking that she's been trapped there for so long um uh, but then also Gamora probably would have tried to kill Thanos in that time if they had long enough so that might be wrong but th- that's the thing with time travel it's like how do they figure out how to get back so quick like so quickly it could have been however long you
1: want you know that's a good question that's that's an interesting thought I think that like really to me the missing piece was the time gps so like Mm
0: -hmm. that's
1: that's the piece that they needed like and they they can recreate
0: with their technology they could probably recreate the pin particles easily just like hey put it on our uh, multiply machine it's like oh some of them now.
1: yeah yeah so being able to like have this time gps and also have the coordinates to where exactly they need to go i think that's what was important everything else that they could like they have the technology to reproduce
0: it is interesting that Earth is so behind in so many things. I think the pin particles are the one thing
1: that we have that's separate from yeah. most other galaxies. Yeah. It's like, well, what, it's what else is It's fascinating to think um in in real life. <laughs> like because uh, we don't we don't know what else is out there, but like are we really early in our evolution? <laughs> like are we the most advanced species or are we the least advanced species are there a lot older species
0: i'm gonna get way too meta here and freak out (laughs) let's change this (laughs) Uh, i have one more shield award (laughs) why did it take so long for Strange to come after he got snapped back before he came into battle because that's at least half an hour so let everybody almost die right um I think he was busy getting everybody earpieces. It's like even Valkyrie is an earpiece. You gotta <laughs> unmute when you laugh, guy. Sorry. You gotta validate me.
1: <laughs> I I spend my muted time for sniffling because I have a cold. Um Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Um well you know, like he's he's known for no. Yeah. Where did he get all these earpieces? Radio Shack doesn't exist anymore. So, where was that?
0: Maybe Radio Shack. Maybe was a Quill store? had a bunch in his, uh, in his ship. Although his ship was taken by Nebula, so
1: hmm. where are you gonna go? Makes sense. Okay, I think that's good. All
0: right. Uh, <laughs> and then we also have missed opportunities. I almost missed that one. Um. All right. First of all, I don't usually put deleted scenes, but I can't believe they took away the scene where everybody's kneeling after his death, like that should have been. That should have been the final cut. And then also him seeing Morgan in the soul world. Like, what is that? 30 seconds apiece? He can add an extra minute to a three-hour movie? That's fine. Nobody's caring. But the big one for me, I wanted him to say it going into the movie, and I'm still upset they didn't. Uh, call back to Avengers to Loki. Said, maybe we can't save the world, but you can be damn sure we'll avenge it. Why not? Who does it hurt by including that line? All it does is help yeah. Help the movie, help, well,
1: help. It's even It's the best version of Paint Service right there. It's repeated quotes, except for Iron, Iron Man, apparently. Yeah. Well, this whole story is like, this is the only time where they really are avenging. Like, yeah. That would have been perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I also, when I was going into the movie, I thought that was going to be the first F bomb instead of saying damn sure we'll avenge it. F bomb in there. But it was just high hopes.
1: Yeah. That would be a, um, uh, it'll be interesting if we're still doing this podcast after Deadpool 3.
0: No, the they already dropped one in Guardians. Yeah.
1: Broke
0: the, broke the yeah, seal. well,
1: they, they they had to rip off the Band-Aid because yeah. they know there's going to be a lot more coming.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. What do you got from this opportunity? Um,
1: okay, so the only one that I have, and I already mentioned it, actually. I talked about it, but um, to spend more than like 8 seconds making up between cap and tony like yeah. i think there there was an op- opportunity to like um write a deep and profound conversation and i get that they didn't do it but it almost made it seem like they're kind of like just like like i said before like meh, meh, like not talking about their feelings very much i wish but like you said the this the line that he does say is is deep i just wish they had they had more
0: i wish I that there, there would have been, been
1: more
0: yeah i wish that it, they wouldn't have shown any deep conversation i just wish they would have had um like at, at the after the funeral when they're all hanging out in the in the house together um or it, it would have felt fit really well in the uh when old cap when uh The time displaced old man, Captain America, when he said the thing about getting some of that life, Tony told me me to get. uh, There just would have been a great place to like say something about a conversation they had in those five years. You know, that that's 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 bigger for me. Who stole the movie?
1: I'm here. You. Uh, Who stole the movie? I don't talk. Uh, it's
0: Usually your turn to talk.
1: Well, what if I don't talk and it's your turn? Um, you don't decide whose turn it is, though. I think Robert Downey Jr. stole the movie. I think Tony right. Stark stole the movie. <laughs> like, his... Um, just as an actor, like, I feel like he really... He always blows it out of the water, but um, this was just, like, on a whole other level. Yep. And um, he's obviously the driving piece in the whole movie. Um but yeah he definitely stole it
0: yeah i give to rdj as well uh, not tony not that he does doesn't necessarily like uh for infinity war i gave it to chris pratt but definitely not star lord because he ruined the movie uh so you can give it to both tony and, and rdj this one um but he's one of the four people who actually mattered in this movie like scott tony hulk dr strange if you have those four and i guess yeah you gotta kind of throw captain marvel in there Last minute save. Um, but everybody else is just like, yeah, whatever. You know, do anything important. Uh, but now it's time for buh, 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 useless trivia. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is the only one who is able to read the whole script other than the writers. Just kidding. Uh, among the actors, of course. Uh, i shot back to back the Infinity War over 200 days as a long shoot, but they'd have three to five weeks off in between. Um, Sporadically, uh, Robert Downey Jr. passed Hugh Jackman for most appearances as a character in a superhero movie. This was his 10th. He did it in 11 years. Jackman did it in 17. Of course, Hugh Jackman is about to retie that with Deadpool three. The only time ever that Robert Redford has played the same character twice. He doesn't do sequels. Uh, Natalie Portman was done with leftover footage from uh, the dark world. <laughs> This is my uh, work computer, so it auto corrects anytime I type of world, it changes to world's finest chocolate. So I was like, what does that mean? But uh, delete that. Uh, this was the first movie to break a billion dollars in a weekend. I think it was $1.2 billion over a weekend. The previous high was like six seventy eight or something. They were originally going to have Thanos kill all the Avengers in another timeline and then drop Cap's head on the floor. In our timeline. I think that might be a missed opportunity. That would have been cool. Uh said this, Jim Starlin and uh Joe Russo were there. Uh Steve's uniform in Jersey he said Roscoe. Roscoe Simmons or Roscoe Simons uh, It was another Captain America in the comics. That's all. That's all.
1: Cool. Um yeah, as usual, you steal a lot of the trivia. <laughs> um so uh, I'm going to say the um, the fat Thor was a prosthetic that weighed 90 pounds. But it's okay because Chris Hemsworth is strong. Um, and Matthew Barry, ESPN's fantasy football insider, was in huh? this movie. No kidding. Who? Yeah. Um, I think he was just himself. Oh no, no! Use a shield agent. I was gonna Um, say when. Yeah, use a shield agent, and I don't think there's any reason for it other than Disney, I guess. Yeah, he just wanted to. Um, There you go. Yeah, that's that's the nice thing about being kind of famous-ish. Yeah. Uh, just another trivia in the comics. Uh, Captain America is often deemed worthy as well, so um it that was definitely like a a fan service piece but a lot of people were desperately hoping that that would happen at some point and um, yeah there's a couple
0: different uh black panther i think is spider-man is not
1: i think daredevil is oh daredevil is i didn't know i think
0: so or maybe i'm thinking maybe it was like a four uh Uh, multiple choice, four answers, and one one of them was definitely Daredevil, but then Daredevil was the one that wasn't right. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. So he, either he definitely was or definitely wasn't. It's one of
1: the two. <laughs> Those are <laughs> the options.
0: Yeah. Is that your trivia? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's my trivia.
0: Can you skip it in your MCU rewatch? No. No. Nope. Go over this Infinity War. Uh, go watch DC
1: if you're going to skip this one. <laughs> Don't even watch that. Just go watch like uh rom coms or old westerns, like
0: Goodwill Hunting.
1: <laughs> uh where if, does it rain? Wanna... Go ahead. Um yeah, where does it rain? No, you
0: today? say what you're gonna say. <laughs> you
1: if say you wanna skip honest. this movie, then you just like hate happiness. Yeah. You just like getting poked in the face think... with needles.
0: This is the movie that people who don't watch the MCU watched. So, what are you doing? If you're doing a rewatch about this one. Uh, where does it rank? You got four levels of Pantheon, Awesome Dig It, and Skippable. Where do you love uh, Pantheon.
2: It? Pantheon? How high yeah. up do you have it? In the
0: tippy top. All right. You have it at the top? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think this was the absolute peak of theater experiences. I could... I can't imagine anything if will ever pass it as a as a single, like watching it in theaters. Um, just as an ode to everything we've seen for 11 previous years. And now that the precedent's been set of this extended universe uh, with beloved characters from you know 50 plus years before the movies are coming out, I, I just don't think anything can ever pass it as a theater experience. Um, but it doesn't hold up as well in rewatches as some others. I have it in the Pantheon.
1: I have Infinity War number 1. I have Avengers number 2. I have Iron Man number 3 and I have Endgame number 4. All right then. I had it Get number
0: 2 going into the going into the watch. I had it at number 2. Um and then after was that Iron Man was better. Iron Man was a better movie. Yeah. And you got to factor in the theater experience but you also gotta factor in how rewatchable it is and iron man's more rewatchable than than Endgame.
1: yeah i i do agree with that in a vacuum iron man is oh in a vacuum
0: iron man beats infinity war in a vacuum Uh, iron man is number one you gotta factor in in a vacuum as a movie and then also its effect on the rest
1: as as a movie as a cultural like icon iron man uh like fits that like it's it's gonna be um a generational movie that changed how we do movies
0: yeah Um, same thing for avengers too because that's one that actually did what they were setting up in iron man
1: yeah and endgame and were the conclusion of
0: it and that's why those are the
1: top four yeah yeah (laughs) and so like it's it's difficult it's like comparing um well, I was gonna say comparing LeBron and Michael Jordan, but at this point, never mind. Um, you think
2: LeBron's better? Yeah. Really?
1: <laughs> we're, That's crazy. We're about whole other. You think LeBron situation. is number one? But it's like okay, let's 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 compare this. Okay. It's like because Dr. J like, and
0: Steph for George Mike and. and kobe
1: like
0: it just doesn't make sense
1: <laughs> michael michael jordan is iron man LeBron sorry, are we actually is michael jordan? <laughs> avengers endgame <laughs> like <laughs> uh the um iron man is better <laughs> but avengers endgame is good because of everything else and so everything so else as in dwayne wade them. Kyrie. <laughs> Everything else, as in all of the history that yep. brought you to I this point. I um, but so that to me, it's Iron Man and Endgame are one and two, and it's kind of nice because they're kind of caps Um, then I would say Infinity War and Avengers. I think I like have looking looking back you're like oh i can't get any better than avengers but then they made infinity war and in, Endgame, and i think that they're better than avengers so yeah.
0: yeah well i have number one infinity war avengers iron man Endgame, game and then thor ragnarok running up the top five and then guardians of the galaxy winter soldier and civil war that is my pantheon and awesome, we got Black Panther, First Avenger, Homecoming, Captain Marvel, and Age of Ultron. Uh, dig it. Iron Man 3, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Guardians 2, Thor. And then it's Skippable, Ant-Man of the Wasp, Iron Man 2, and Dark World. Incredible Hulk. Thanks again, guys, for listening to The Wrong Opinion. We will be back next week. We're talking about the epilogue to the Infinity Saga. Spider-Man Far From Home. We got Ricky Z. It's a long one. We talk a lot about Spider-Man and uh, our past with the character. But until then, peace out.